J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for sending in your issues. That's right. This is where you come with all those issues you don't want to talk to with your friends and family because you know what? They're going to lie to you. They don't, you know, they want to be comfortable. They want to be able to eat lunch with you. So, This is where you write in so that you can get an honest perspective from myself and a comedian friend of mine who isn't, you know, I'll say the power of comedians answering your emails is there's, we're all judging. You know, when people say no judgment, no, 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 they, they don't mean that. We're just not like surprised there is no like what what did you say you did what you're never gonna get you did what you're never gonna get that from my guests and i so and again anything you want to send in lifestyle advice questions uh relationship friendship all these things anything we can gnaw on the bone of your problem we're gonna make it fun we're gonna be positive we're gonna think for solutions we're gonna uh, you know, we're going to show you compassion. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's the email. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send it in, anything you'd like. I have added dates, people. So I want you to come to the shows. I've added a lot of dates, okay? I'm not like, some of these are crazy. Like, the, the differences in cities. If you're listening now, I'm going to be in D.C. this weekend and Baltimore. Baltimore, there's 50 tickets left. Uh, we went from no tickets sold in Baltimore to they're all gone. So Baltimore, there's 50 tickets left. D.C., there's a second show added. Uh, Toledo, I'm coming for one night only. Dania Beach, uh, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Albany. Had no idea I was going to Albany. San Diego, Madison, Wisconsin, one of the best clubs in the country. So excited. New York, New York, New York, New York. I'm playing at Town Hall. Big show at Town Hall, New York City, Boston, Toronto, Chicago, Minneapolis, Royal Oak, Michigan, Denver, Colorado, and San Francisco, San Francisco. Uh, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Our our guest today from the great town of San Francisco. Am I right on that? Totally wrong. 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 But you're a West Coast Jew. I am a West Coast Jew. I'm from L.A. I started comedy in San Francisco. That's so okay. you, you got it. So, you, you, there's a reason you thought that. I got something there. Louis Katz, thank home. you. Thank you yes. for coming back. You've been on the show before, Louis. Yes, I have. Yes, it's been a while, but I have been on the show before. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. You have a new special out that we want everyone to go watch and enjoy. Louis hilarious. You're going thank to you. love his brand of comedy. I love watching Louis at the cellar. It's on his YouTube, youtube.com slash Louis Katz Comedy, at Louis Katz Comedy on Instagram. The special, where did you tape it? It is called Present Tense, um, yes. but we discussed before the taping that it has a great clickable thumbnail the best comedian you've never heard of yeah I, I i love that everyone's just like i mean i've been in the clickbait game my <laughs> since starting comedy i understand <laughs> the idea of like you're not gonna believe what's behind this link you're gonna click <laughs> so yes. it's fun to see everyone join me on on um no soul island so <laughs> you have no problem uh, doing whatever it takes for for these clicks um, it's yeah, already doing great. It's already over 100,000 views very yes. quickly. It's uh, hilarious. I mean, I love watching you on stage. Where did you Thanks tape so. it? What's going on with it? 
I taped it in a, at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins last May. So it took me a year and a half to put it out because I was doing it all myself. I paid for it. Uh, you know, I'm, I I'm, I was sitting there with the editor. I worked in it all myself, right. you know, along with other people. So it took a while for me to uh, put it out. And it, but it's great. I did this really great small club in uh, in Fort Collins. Have you been to the Comedy Fort? I've heard about it. Um, everyone loves it. And it's like, how far from Denver is it? It's about an hour from Denver. It really is like it's it's almost like the cellar meets comedy work. So that's two of the best clubs right. mixed together. He could not have created a better club there. The only problem is it is still a small town in Colorado. So my jokes about Jews and black people over people's heads sometimes. <laughs> but is but, there? <laughs> it, 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 do you feel that there? I mean, it is it is a small town. You go an hour outside of Denver. You're in the mountains in Fort Collins. I've heard it's beautiful. I heard the club, as you've described it, is great. When you it is when you bring up the name, the Comedy Cellar, the Comedy Works. These are like two of the greatest clubs. Um, does it feel small townish? What is it? What you know? You do. Jokes it, about Jews and black people. What? Are, what are, they, are they? Is it more a fear of like not knowing the people you're joking about? They don't. They don't have enough people around to know. This is my temp feeling everywhere. Fort Collins is actually a specifically good town because it's a college town. Mm. But my feeling everywhere is if there's not enough of the group of people around, they're like, I don't know if this is okay. You know what I mean? Right. If you, don't have, <laughs> if you know. You know. I don't. I don't know if this is right. And uh, so there's just not enough there for them to totally feel okay with it. I think they're getting better at it. And I was actually just back there last weekend. And man, it's like, you know, I've always lived in big cities. I lived in LA. I lived in the Bay Area. I lived here. And I go there. I'm like, maybe small town life is for me. It's like it's it's like Pleasantville, dude. It's like yeah. <laughs> you'll just be like. <laughs> Maybe this is it. Maybe I can move here. You know, it, it was and it was just gorgeous weather. It was really nice. The older I get, the more I kind of understand the comforts of that. Like, yeah, I you know, I, I'm in New York City right now. But like the you know, the there is like, man, you, you go, oh, wow, you have a living room. You just like take your car out and go and get something and then come back and like sit in the comfort of your own home like i i we we give up comfort a lot in these you know this in the city life yeah you know, lifestyle you, you, just, you just get used to it you just adapt to it you're like oh this is normal having no mm. closet and a, and a shower in my in my living room you know that's a normal <laughs> thing for people how people live and it's not normal and it's right. kind of unacceptable but whatever and, you know and comedy now you know we're doing this over zoom um you know comedy now is like there's the ability to like you go I could do that. You know, the minute you're given the little bit of an inch, you take a mile. You know, the inch of like, I could do things over Zoom. I could go on yes. the road on the weekends. This totally. is an hour away from the Denver airport. I'm not, you know, I, I like eating elk and deer, you know, like I could live <laughs> this way. Who doesn't like a nice venison, you know? Right. <laughs> but uh, no, I totally think that all the time. I also, I'm also on and uh, um, not to get too into it in, um, in like escape mode like where if things go down in this country where am i going to escape to so I'm, I'm already thinking where does affordable escape to financially in this country and then if i have to get out of here then where do i go i'm always thinking where do i escape to i'm still in new york i'm not going anywhere right. but I, it's constantly on my mind <laughs> i you know it's funny when times are weird you start to hear that more and more like right now mm -hmm. times are weird you can feel mm -hmm. it in the in the environment you you know, I remember 2007 during, you know, the financial collapse, I would hear from a, like a lot of friends who knew a guy at work who who now brought a gun in, 
you know, at work. Where do they work? <laughs> right? like they, they'd work in like finance and they'd have like truth or finance bro, which is a type of finance bro. Like there's Jeez. like always like the, you know, the finance bro who like who says it's all going down, man. Yet he has like a he has like a fallout shelter made of gold that he's going to like revert to. And you hear that and, you you know, it's funny when you're like, OK, I got to make sure I know where the exits are in life. You know, like, yes, if yeah. I could be small town, like I heard a big plane go by the other day and I was like, this is it. And I'm like, why am I thinking this way? This is crazy. Yeah. Well, the good news is due to climate change, there's nowhere to run. So, you know, <laughs> might as well stay put because you can't escape it anyway. <laughs> right. There it is. So listen, this is a positivity podcast. We've got Louis Katz here. I want everyone to go to his YouTube. Make it a night on the couch. Um, it's called Present Tense. It's right. YouTube.com slash Louis Katz Comedy at Louis Katz Comedy. The link to the special is going to be in the description of this episode. We're all going to, I'm going to have it on all my socials. So make sure you Thank go you. check it out. We got some emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. This episode is of the J Train Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. When your your life feels like it's imploding, I mean, we're talking about these feelings yes. being in the, the, the air. Instead of hiding away and playing video games or stuffing your feelings down, uh, down, give therapy a shot. BetterHelp is online therapy designed to work with your busy schedule. Just fill out a quick survey, get match with a licensed therapist and be on your way to better mental health i will say this i am a person who gets in their own way and i'm sure yes. most people are like me the best toe into the water of therapy if you're sitting there being like what do i even do what's a first move better help that's a great place to start it's going to be a marketplace that you can check out from the comfort of your own comfy cozies in your bed better help lets you get in touch with your therapist through zoom calls over the phone or by message whatever works for you if you don't mesh with your first therapist you can switch at any time for no additional charge no questions asked therapy can completely transform your life get started today so you can move on to a happier healthier version of yourself make your brain your friend with better help visit betterhelp.com slash j train today to get 10 10 10 percent off your first month that's better help com slash j train we're here with louis katz go follow at louis katz comedy so funny um thanks and then i would say the new special is actually about all this that's why it's called present tense it's about how the, okay. the present is kind of tense you know for me personally and in some ways for everybody so it's it's got it's got some of those those uh themes in the special so i think people Do like you, it i mean are you getting are, are people being like holy shit this is what's going on right now like what do you <laughs> well it's it's really it's a personal thing and then you just flip it to being kind of universal right at the end there's like a little bit of an ending and i think and uh i it's an ending i wrote i don't want to give anything away I, I wrote it the week before i taped it i was like i hope this works Right. And people are responding, and it's it's pretty amazing to to, to see. Here's the thing about Louis. I will say you're out there. You're on the road. You're testing this out in a place like Fort Collins. You're testing mm -hmm. this out in a place like Boston, L.A., San Francisco, Minneapolis. You're going over the all over the country. Like I think that's something like. You know, sometimes everyone's putting out a special. Everyone's putting out this stuff like we know who's touring and making sure that this is going to be something you can sit on the couch with with a yes. significant other, with your friend, with your partner and go, oh, this is like a real deal comedy special. Like, I, I think yeah. people need to uh, clue into that because there's just so much out there and we want to cut through the noise. Yeah, it's you know, it's hard. I say the big thing about the comedy boom now, there's so many comedians. And the problem is it'd be great if most comedians suck. But a lot of them are kind of good, <laughs> right. right? They're kind of good. But the problem is all that kind good is hiding the great. And I, yeah. I am aspiring for to be great as, you know, as you are, as we all yeah, are. You yeah. know? 
And uh, and I and I think that kind of helps a little bit. I think I think people the comments have been very you know you always hear YouTube comments are a nightmare, just trolls right. like just just annihilating people, you know, just just trying to destroy <laughs> someone because they're so sad and alone. And uh, they've been the comments have been very positive, man. And and I think it's showing that like this is a, a someone who's been doing it for years who knows what they're doing, who's a little a step above just the average comedian, you know. I mean, you put out a commercial for it. The the cast of people who gave their thumbs up to you. Yeah. It, like it was like Mark Marin, Nate Bargatze, uh Maria Bamford, you know, it was no, like no, all Maria, the, no, Maria wasn't on oh, there. Oh, no, never mind. Ali Wong, Ali Wong. Ali Wong, there was one with Mark Norman. I mean, yeah, it was they you know people came out you know they 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 really support it was really nice of them you know and uh um but yeah you know Dave Attell yeah Attell yes and, Attell and you've yeah. been on the road with Attell you know a bunch of times yes know. I yes I've been on the, on a road with, with him for a long time he's really helped keep me going in between my own headlining dates I still open for him and he's been a he's been a lifeline he's you know it's it's pretty cool he's he was my favorite comic when I started out and he still is and now we're friends too and we work together which is awesome. Do you get uh do you get like annoyed when someone like tells you that you know like I I see you on stage I wouldn't say that you're dirty but there's you know you talk about sex sometimes and then I see dirty bits do you ever get people that are like oh you know that like tell you you're dirty and you're like oh, what what the fuck is just comedy I mean sometimes and there's a couple people in in like in those YouTube comments who are like oh this is like that but most people get it I think they expect right. that and I also do a good thing where I don't I don't I don't um I always like kind of walk the line or push the line but don't totally cross it and also don't complain about like too much about like I'm not allowed to say this. I just say it and hope right. it lands. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I would say when I when I hear you talk about sex stuff, it's never gratuitous. It's never like in a way like I'm you. always like, yeah, you. I'm like, yeah, that is where <laughs> I should be. You know, I think that's the thing with like something that's you know when it comes to like sex stuff, you go, uh-huh. how did we get here? Did we get here for no reason at all, or did mm. was there like a did we get brought to this place? That's like, you know, when people are like, can you say this stuff in front of your parents? It's like, well, I brought them to the place where we're all comfy, cozy on this island that, well, you know, sex topics come up. Uh, not to blow your mind, but the reason you're here is because your parents had sex. So perhaps you're making my point right now, yeah. but you're making my point. That's that's exactly the point is like, what a reasonable way to talk about sex is like, yeah. well, we need that to have a baby. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. and yes, someone would like to come during that. You know, <laughs> both people would like to come. So everyone, go watch the special at uh, Louis Katz Comedy on YouTube on all the social medias. Okay, temporary vacation romance. That's why I'm happy to have you here to answer these emails. These are we have some very um, heady emails, but. All right. They, I think you're going to give care to these problems. Jared and esteemed guests, love the pod and all your advice. Thanks for giving me something to look forward to each week. I recently went on a feral girl summer trip to Europe where I had several travel flings but didn't expect anything to last. 
On my last few days of the trip, I met a guy from Australia who I really hit it off with. I'm a 30-year-old female. He's a 28-year-old male. We met at a bar and ended up spending a really romantic next day together, sightseeing and acting like a couple. We were both leaving the country the following day, but he mentioned a few times that I'm his exact type. And if I lived in Australia, he would want to date me. I didn't really think anything of it since he still had two weeks left of his trip, and I figured he would probably meet a new girl in the next country. After we left, to my surprise, we kept consistently messaging every day. One night, he asked a FaceTime where he showed me the dates he had lined up to come visit me and ended up booking a flight on the call. So what I thought would immediately fizzle has turned into him flying 21 hours to come visit and stay with me in New York for an entire week. For some added context, his mom did pass away last year, so I'm thinking he may have the life is short mentality right now. We have continued to message every day and FaceTime every couple days. I'm usually a pretty logical thinker, so I'm trying to keep myself from becoming emotionally invested, but I am starting to develop feelings for him, which scares me. My question for you guys are this. One, would a guy book an expensive flight across the world if he only saw this as a fun, quick fling? Or does this level of effort to me, uh, or does this level of effort to see me mean he has real feelings? Two, is this guy thinking about the future of what we could be after this NYC trip, or is he just th- taking things day by day? Three, is it a red flag that he booked this trip on a whim? Could it be possible he has tons of women he's flying around and seeing, or does this mean he feels there is something different and special between us? Louis Katz, this is yes. a very thoughtful email. I really Definitely. like it a lot. What do you think? Any thoughts? Well, first of all, when I was saying I'm looking for someone to escape, Australia is on the top of my list. So I say, <laughs> let's see where this plays out because that is some top tier citizenship right there. <laughs> you know, if you, right, if that, you'd out. like you'd <laughs> like to be in Australia. You go the other way. Well, New Zealand would be my top, but mm. it's close enough. You know what I mean? I just feel like far from everyone else on an island is the best place to be. I right want to escape to an island full of goats. You, yes. that, that's what you're Goat looking island. for. That's where I am. Yeah. Goat Island. <laughs> but uh, but um, but I guess to answer, it's like. Um, I don't think I don't think it's a um, this person has a bunch of unless they're super rich. I don't think they have a lot of women they do this with at all. Let, right? Let's let's get that one off the table. Yeah. Is it a red flag that he booked on a whim? I, I, I don't know if it's a red flag. I, I you know, it, seeing tons of women. Yeah. Unless he's Leonardo DiCaprio and he's yeah. on his jet just going from town to town to, you know, pick up more puss. I don't think yeah. that's happening. Yeah. I actually think it's interesting what her assumptions are. You know, her assumption, her assumptions are very much um, in a black and white uh, world that a woman could live in. I mean, even the way she describes her trip. I went to Europe on a feral girl summer. Okay, is that a thing? Is that I was like, it's it's, you know, feral is like a word that's kind of in the oeuvre right now where you're going to act like a a wild animal and, and women use it. Because no man uses it because we're always feral. Yes. This, I, this idea that, like, it, you know, it's like a hoe phase. Like, oh, see, fa- I picture, like, digging through garbage for, for scraps. But that's, <laughs> I mean, we would do that, too. I'm just saying. No, but, like, I, I think there, this, there's this defining that women do a lot that I have no relation to. I don't know if you do. This idea that, like, 
well, now I'm going to Europe and I'm going to be feral, as opposed to when I'm at home, that's when I'm really dating thoughtfully and going to go on dates with my, you know, my, my, my button shirt buttoned up and with my, you know, with my Sunday best on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would say like uh, for me, it was 40 years of feralness. And then, <laughs> and then, and then right. finally I found someone, you know, I mean, always, right. always basically feral. I'm married now. I'm still a little feral, uh, to be honest. You know, not 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 sleeping around, but I'm like, you know, I'm I'm more of them in the garbage with the scraps. But right. you know, I'm just I'm just an animal. You know, what I mean, you're you're a feral-minded man, yes. which is all yes. men. And I think like, and it's not to gender this, but I'm like, I'm just seeing like, un, like I've been to Europe alone. I went to Europe thinking, hey, I hope to hook up in every city I go to. I hooked up in zero cities. Okay. That's happened to me so many times. Right. So like, you know, it's funny the way she thinks of this of like, wow, because he got with her, he must be doing this town to town. He's just going, oh, I thought we'd have a thing. She writes in her email. Um, I figured he'd probably meet a new girl in the next country. No. He is yeah. excited because you are probably one of one. Like, I, I don't think he was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, totally. I, I think she's because I think she's seeing it as like, you know, I think a female experience abroad in a country where you don't speak the language. It's a little bit easier to meet people than it is for this guy from Australia who doesn't speak the language. Yeah. I also think, you know, her thing about it, flying to other like flying out to meet other girls like. You have to look at the length of this flight because yeah. I could see doing that. I would do that maybe even across, and I have done it across the United States. Mm-hmm. Five hour flight, twenty one hour flight. This guy likes you. I mean, this guy. You know, do you think it, it means? So, do you think he's thinking farther ahead? That's kind of. I think her main question is like, how far ahead is this guy thinking? How excited should she be for the prospect of a real thing? And and I don't think she's crazy wrong anything for wondering that, but I do think she has to like hit the brakes a little pump the temper a little bit well the thing is is that i think everyone's thinking this could be a real thing i think him and her but i do think they both don't really know each other and they met each other on vacation which is like a magical time like you got to know what it's like on like the 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 shitty times you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the the not doing anything fun times the, the the boring times when they're upset you know what i mean the stressful times so they only have each other in their they've seen each other's best you know what i mean they right. got to see each other's worth they, they got to spend more than 24 hours together i would say <laughs> you know Here, here's here's what i i'll give her inside the mind of a man and i want you to like uh, agree or disagree with me you, okay. you're free to do either and again she has three questions that she's written out very thoughtfully i'm i think what's assumed about the guy it doesn't work out with is that he was just this was his master plan all along his master plan was to spend two thousand dollars to get on a 21 hour (laughs) flight to just fuck you come and go back to sydney and that is not the case that's not how he's thinking like there's nobody being like where are you going next week he's like fuck some chick in new york he's not talking like that as much as it feels that way after it ends i understand that like Mm. When you get burned and when you get ahead of yourself, you go, wow, I was this, I was just a body to him. I was just like an adventure and he didn't think anything of it. I think the most people, the the, the bell curve of the 
you know, the, the you know, the the bell graph. I think most people are in that fat center where they're going, let's see what happens. This is yeah. exciting. This is a nice yeah. person. I had a connection. I don't think he's thinking six months down the line. I think it occurs to him, but I don't think he puts the importance in it. I also don't think he has the shame involved with, hey, I went there for a week. We had fun. I kind of realized over the course of the week, like, how are we ever going to make this work? And our match wasn't enough for me to go and do this again. And that's a more yeah. reasonable response yes. to the week. That that very well may yes. happen. Yes, I think so. I think I think so too. Like whether he's thinking long term or not, it's like it's really just about like seeing what a week is like, and then and testing that out. You know, right? And, that, and I think I think you're 100 percent right on that. You know, that's that's much more reasonable. You know, and it doesn't mean that he was just flying out there to to to, to fuck again because that's right. a crazy like how desperate you have to be. I mean, like right, to spend well, that much it, money and fly that far. You know, it is interesting. That's what she wants, though. She wants to hear either this guy's a piece of shit who's coming here to fuck me, because then she could go, I get what this is, mm-hmm. or she wants he's in love with me. The reality is you're not going to get either of those things. Yeah, and he's not thinking in either of those ways. He's thinking in terms of this is fun. I connect with this person. Let's see what happens. And and I don't think he's any farther along than that. I and think I do... it's a little more than that. I think okay. it's a little more than that. I don't think it's it's this fun. That 21, out, that 21 hours. Is he flying business class? Like what class is he, ticket did he buy? Because <laughs> if he's sitting middle economy to come see you, this right, guy. He's got to like you a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's, I think there is the hope of it being a bigger thing. And if he's right in the head, actually, it should maintain it. He should keep it a hope and let's see where it goes. But I need to see where this goes because it seems like it could have potential. You know, here's what I think it would help her is she can let you, you, this week is happening, whether you're you, and I understand she's probably nervous about the week happening. I can understand why. Like, what does this mean? What's it going to be? How about the minute he gets off the plane? There could be a talk of like, would you would you be OK of having an open conversation and being like, what would even be the next step, like before the week gets started? Jesus, you think, what? That's a, how about well, let's get some lunch. How about right, lunch well, and a shower? Well, <laughs> I, I think I'm right. <laughs> Definitely a shower, middle seat economy. I I don't know. I just think like you know, or maybe it's in the middle of the week where you go, I'm having fun, but like reasonable. What do you think? I I, I always think it's good to get someone talking. Because then you can see how full of shit they are. And Mm -hmm. like, if you say to him, like, I I would say for me, if I was the one in New York, I would be like, hey, I'm having fun. I don't know what that even means. Have you thought about that? Like, I would admit I don't know because I think I would be in I don't know land. Do you think that's worth? I I, I just think you want to wait because even then I see I I think you want to wait to like kind of towards the end because mm. like i said you really want to spend as much time with po- as possible and really catch them in different moments and see who this person is because because also what you're saying you might not be sure about till you really get to know them better they need to spend more time together and then have the conversation make sure yeah. you still think it's worth pursuing you know what i mean like it's it's just right. testing it out too you know so it's right. like you don't want to be like where, where, what is this? What's our next step? When maybe she doesn't want the next step. You know, they they both have to test each other out a little bit. You know, I know how I would be, and I know exactly what would happen to me. I would show up. We'd have a great time. 
I'd get to like the third day of this and I'd be like, fuck, what have I gotten myself into? They're yeah. cool. I would, I would say they're cool, but I'm not coming back 21 hours again to do this. And I think that's, I, possible, yeah. that's, that's where my mind would be. And I think that's like the most likely scenario. And she should be prepared for that mentally. Like of like, wow, I'm going to have a really good time with someone that I might not see again and enjoy that time. And then, Maybe you'll be surprised. I think that's right. I think it's also just, I think that's the only way to look at this week. Right. I'm going to have a good time with this guy who I already had a good time with. And that's, Jay- and then, and then have the conversation. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Because the conversation, the next conversation is like, am I coming to Australia? Like, am I going the other way? Basically, yeah. Do you yeah. have any miles? J train yeah. podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. That's the email. Here with Louis Katz at, Louis Katz Comedy, youtube.com slash Louis Katz, the special. It is out right now, an hour of laughs waiting for right. you. What a blessing for free on your YouTube. Yeah. Weight gain and Ozempic. Do you know anyone on Ozempic? No, no I know. I thought you were I thought you were about to read another ad. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They, we're about six months away from that. They'll, they'll be here. <laughs> 10% off. I, I don't, but I'm really um, – I haven't read that much about it. I'm really intrigued by it. I think I'm always, like, weirded out when everyone starts taking a new thing and no one's really sure about it. Like, that seems <laughs> right. like, well, good luck. You know, I don't know. Like, um, I, know but, a lot you know. Of, I know a lot of people who brought up qualms about the vaccine that were like, I'm on Ozempic. No questions asked. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Weird, weird. thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So this person writes, uh, Jared and guest love, love the special. Thank you. I have a question about how to talk to my husband about possibly starting a weight loss injection. Background. I went into heart failure in 2021 from what the doctors think is a long COVID complication. I had to stop working out and gain 40 pounds. I've been able to lose 20 of them with the moderate amount of working out the doctors have cleared me to do, but I'm still uncomfortable and don't feel like myself. My husband works out daily at 4.30 a.m. and doesn't seem to understand why I just can't lose the weight. The main reason is when I try to push myself, I have arrhythmias, abnormal heartbeats, which scares me. I think he thinks I'm just lazy. It has affected our intimacy, but that's a me issue. Question is, do I talk to him before I talk to my doctor? I would have to pay out of pocket since my blood work is normal and my BMI is overweight, not obese. Or do I just keep working in the gym at the level I can and work on accepting my body as is? Don't think switching to Justin's is going to cut it. Thanks for the laughs. What do you think about this email, Louis? This is a uh, this is really uh, interesting. There's a lot of stuff here. It's really uh, right. pretty crazy. You know, there was one part that really got me was that there, it's affected their intimacy, but that's her fault. So is he? I don't We're understand the who has the problem, right? Like, is is she self conscious now that she's heavier? Because it sounds like he has issues with her not being heavier, but also she's saying it's her fault <clears throat> that the intimacy has gone down. So what? That I'm a little confused right there. Right. Her problem isn't with do I talk to him about the Ozempic. Her problem is deeper, which she doesn't really want to admit to. Mm. And you're exactly right. I, I, the same sentence spoke to me because she's blaming herself for the lack of intimacy, but it's a chicken or egg thing. You know, yes. you gained weight. You think that he, your husband works out at 4.30 a.m., so he is a type. He is a certain yeah. specific type of person. 
Um, and he doesn't understand why I just can't lose the weight. Like I, I don't understand how anyone can understand how someone can't lose the weight. Like I, I, it's like the most understandable thing in the world to me. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It makes him sound a little, a little bad there. It doesn't sound a lot bad. (laughs) Right. It sounds like he's not very empathetic. It sounds like he doesn't want to understand. And then she's like, the main reason I have heart arrhythmia, like it scares me that my heart beats weird. Yeah. I would assume (laughs) that would scare you. Like, and it's like, the idea that you're not losing the extra 20 pounds because you're not working hard enough in the gym, like what Friday night lights Texas town are you working out in? Like that's that's just like not the reason you're not losing weight is that you're not going hard enough. You're not doing the stairs every Tuesday. Like it's weird. He's got a defibrillator next door, just ready to fuck, you know, to keep going. Right. It's just she's I think her perspective is wildly off. And I'm yeah. saying that and like, you know, I think we're both saying that in a caring way because it's like you know the idea that you're like to get these 20 pounds i have to resort to a medication which the more i hear about ozempic the more i get it the more like i listen and i have family members who have like um, i've gotten the text it was like a coming out text it was like really hey um i don't even think this works but i'm gonna do it and just to let you know this is happening and i was like okay is it that big of in, a deal? Really? That's weird. <laughs> I, you know, I think a lot of people there's a, the stigma is I don't want to have to like lie. Let's say oh. I think let's say I, someone goes on Ozempic, they lose the 20 pounds and everyone's like, whoa, good for you. Look how hard you work. And you have to go. You thank you. Like you say or, nothing <laughs> or no one's going to say anything because they think you might be really sick. Right. <laughs> and it's like awkward. They're like, I, I, you uh, look great. I right. hope it's good. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Listen, some people need the twenty pounds. That's the other thing. Like I, yeah. I've met people who are on it that have lost a lot of weight. You're like, they look like a deflated balloon. Like it's not really? the right look for them. Yeah. I, I. So like, I mean, that's looks aside. That's my. You know, if they feel better, that's the whole point. Is like, sure. I want to feel right, and but I do think this person wants to feel right because they feel judged by their husband. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, sounds like he's a little bit of the problem. I mean, that's like you said, that 4am, that is like, that's a oh lot, man. That's a, that's a lot. I mean, it sounds that's like a they personality. Have like, yes, exactly. It sounds like they met, they, they probably kayak and they, you know, or they, you know, who knows they're probably running up they, they do for, <laughs> like a good day is running up stadium steps or something. Who knows what they do, right. you know? Well, even that, you know, I, I had to stop working out again, 40 pounds. I've been able to lose 20 of them. It's like, I'm almost there. It's like, what an accomplishment to lose 20 pounds. Like yes, the idea agreed. that you're like failing is like, yeah, there's a perspective here that I think, like, I think it starts with not how do I talk to my husband about my, you know, my, I'm going to go on Ozempic and pay upwards of a thousand a month to do this out of pocket because I've looked it up. And so I would say the first conversation is like, hey, I'm feeling a little like alone here. or I'm feeling a little judged based on like what's going on with my body lately. And yeah, our intimacy has suffered because I feel self-conscious. Not, you know, I feel self-conscious like. You know, it. I think it's less you're the reason we're not having sex, and it's more like this whole atmosphere is making for an uncomfortable thing. Even he might be doing nothing. Like she writes, um, 
she writes something very specific. My husband works out. Um, and that's a me issue. Questions? Do I talk? I would have had. Um, maybe I. I'm. Um, my husband works out daily. Uh, to think I'm lazy. Yeah. She well, goes. I, I think he just. Th- this is the sentence she writes. The main reason why I try to push myself. I have uh, arrhythmia, which scares me. I think he just thinks I'm lazy. So he never said that. She's inventing the thoughts in his head because of the atmosphere. So oh, that's interesting. When you when you say I think he thinks, that's your assumption. So we but have he to might get be to thinking this. That. He yeah, might. He has. She but, has to find out. They have. They have to communicate. You're right. You're 100 percent right. She is. She is guessing what he's thinking, and that's that's a huge problem in relationships. You can't right. assume that they're thinking something. You can't guess. You can't think that they think. You have to ask them. Do you feel this way? Right. And uh, and I and also I do think it's very tough for people with um non visible disabilities, which is basically mm-hmm. kind of what she has now. And it's it's right. just you're gonna get judgment, and it's it's a hard it's a hard road, man. I just I just know people that they're gonna doubt them or whatever. You know what I mean? But right, you know. and especially if and again, like, listen, I'm not doubting her feelings, but if your husband wakes up at four thirty in the morning, that could feel like a judgment in itself. Yes. Like you know, <laughs> like like you're in bed at five in the morning and you are woken up to the stairmaster. I'd be like, okay, this is them yelling at me. I would feel that way. <laughs> He's doing jumping jacks at the foot of the bed. Like, <laughs> like just keep sleeping, baby. You know, right. like it's you're like a good. maniac. <laughs> you're good. You've lost twenty. I guess that's okay. Yeah. So I think her her issue, the thing she needs to talk about, is is different than what she's looking to talk about j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with louis Katz. we're sponsored most people won't even tell you that you stink they'll just start slowly avoiding you until you have no friends now that, that what, what a what a call to action by this this ad Lumi, you're gonna have no friends if you don't use Lumi. Lumi's here to fix that it's the world's first whole body deodorant. You can literally use it everywhere. I have Lumi deodorant. I have all the different types. It's awesome and it works. Your armpits, your feet, your butt crack. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and even control it for up to 72 hours. That's a whopping three days. I have it. The cream on your feet, it feels good. It smells, I will use this word specifically, delicious. Um, the underarm um, stick is awesome. I had the uh. toasted coconut. It smells great. Lumi is aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balanced, so it won't mess things up below the belt. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant. I have it. I love it. Cream tube deodorant. Have it. Love it. Use it on my feet. Two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off. A Lumi starter pack with code JTRAIN5 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's over 40% of your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code JTRAIN5. That's JTRAIN and the number 5. Here with Louis Katz. Relationship on the rocks. Jared, need, need your help. I've been dating my boyfriend for over a year, both in our late 20s, and things have been going so well. We have been actively planning a shared future and have been looking at apartments together, getting a dog together. 
However, I've been feeling growing dissatisfaction with my current career, and I think I need to make a change. I opened up to him about my desire to enter a new field that I'm passionate about, which would involve a significant career pivot. Returning to school could potentially lower my overall earning potential. On the other hand, he has found his calling early and has achieved phenomenal success at a young age, so he's not really able to empathize with my situation and his support has been lacking. I suspect it's affecting the perception of me. He is pretty status conscious and is upset that I'd be giving up a high prestige job to pursue an average, less ambitious career. This has culminated with him telling me this weekend that he believes we're moving too quickly and should press pause on living together. He wants to take time to figure out what he needs in a long-term partner as he has never been in a relationship this serious, always thought he would meet someone and settle down in his late 30s versus late 20s. He insists it's not about me, but rather his need for personal exploration. He still envisions a future together, but says he needs more time before confidently saying yes. I know this is a direct reaction to my corporate quarter life crisis i'm empathetic because i know this isn't what he originally signed up for but it hurts to see our entire life that we were building together go up in flames i'm torn between ending things right now to rip off the band-aid and move forward and honoring his request for me to be patient while he explores this with his therapist i genuinely see a life together but this situation is deeply hurtful and raises questions about our compatibility is it a matter of wrong timing or wrong person should i hold out hope that we make it through this your insight sites are greatly appreciated thanks dumped for my quarter life crisis louis katz i mean i, I think, told you these are deep yeah. emails these are great ones <laughs> these are big ones i mean i don't i mean maybe because i'm not in the corporate world that sounds horrific that he would first of all i don't think that's why he's breaking up he wants to explore his personal whatever he's not ready and he's trying to he's trying to get his fuck on that's what it sounds like to me in the, <laughs> I, you know, but i don't know great t-shirt by the way <laughs> trying to get my fuck on wear it at disney <laughs> I, I really and i do think i think she should break up with him because i think yeah. he's gonna this could be a slow painful breakup and i think that breakup will let him know will let him know that um that uh uh hey this is if you don't want this it's gone Good luck. You know what I mean? So because sometimes that right. really like wakes people up, you know? It doesn't sound like he's gonna though. He sounds a, I don't I don't like this break. She's going to grad school. That's a problem. I'd be like, great, you're going to grad school, <laughs> you know. It, it it it's funny. I I agree with you in the breakup thing. I think mm-hmm. like you know, he he also contradicts himself. Like she's basically like, I'm going in this new career path, it's gonna take me towards school. And you, you know, he could hear that and then he says I'd rather settle down in my late 30s versus my late 20s. It's like, well, she's also presenting you a new life direction that allows for that time. You know, like when she says I'm changing my job career and Uh I'm going to need this time to like go back to school and, you know, start over again career wise. And then if he's really like, oh, now this gives me time to like settle in my 30s like I saw it. If you were the right person, if he believed in you, do you know what I mean? No, there no, in- because I don't. I think he's saying he. I think I. What I. What I said. I think he's trying to see other women. I think that's mm. what that sounds like. He's. I think he's talking about. She's talking about. There's like. That's the one thing is that. But the other thing is the moving in together. The getting the dog. He's getting cold feet. You know what I mean. And, right. And that. So I. I don't think he's. He's saying like. Oh, now we can put off getting married. We can be together, but put off getting married to late thirties. That's not what it sounded like to me. It sounded like. Let's. Uh, maybe we got to. 
know, right. I, I guess I, I guess my point was, and I agree with you um, that he isn't sure about her. I'm saying if he was yeah. sure about her, and it was like this timing thing, then he would stay in it and go, "Oh, you're like she's blaming her career change. Like yeah, she's basically it it's that's not what it is. Your career change gave him the opportunity to bring up." all of his second guessing and give him an out. That's right. And That's and, and that is like, if, you know, what you do is you wait for kind of like spread, you know, this is a market correction. He's like, oh, shit. Like, it's an earthquake happening. He's like, good, I can run now. Like, it's going to distract from everything else. Like, if he had, if you were on the same career path, you would be like, you'd be writing in going, can you believe my boyfriend you know, is just running away from me when we have these great careers and nothing's happening. Like yeah. he found the variable that he could kind of like, he found the little crack in the thing to put his finger in to really rip it apart. Yeah. So I think that's true. And, and I think when he, but he keeps saying like, you know, I gotta, let me go talk to my therapist, all this stuff. I'm with you. I think he has to taste what life feels like without you. Because yeah, right. all this stuff he's saying is all hypothetical. What is he going to learn when he has you waiting for him while he's doing therapy and not getting together? You're, you're just avoiding the inevitable. Totally. And I think I think you said it right, like where it's like this is kind of – and it's not the actual reason. It's an excuse to break up. And I think she really needs to internalize that because um, otherwise she'll have this weight on this decision. Like, oh, right. I made this decision, and that's why I'm not with this guy anymore. No, man, it's a great decision if you need to do that, and, mm-hmm. and it's probably not good with him anyway. You know, uh, you know. So, so that's that. So don't, don't don't bring that kind of baggage into this new career, this new uh, path of life. You know, like, right? She, I mean, she signs off dumped for my quarter life crisis. It's like, yeah. no, yeah, you're yeah. dumped <laughs> because this ain't the relationship yeah. for him, and he's yes. not ready for it. And yeah, I I think we see we see people get into comedy with a significant other and then it's, it has a very short shelf life. Yeah. Sure. Like we see the people that start comedy. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like I always think like someone starts comedy with like a boyfriend or girlfriend, they will be gone within a year. And because <laughs> yeah. comedy kind of becomes that like, well, I have this other thing. It becomes that thing they create to put their finger in the, the crack that they want to spread apart. Sure. I also think any couple that like is together and then one per- and then someone starts being a comedian, that seems very difficult. I think you have to they have to have already established it. I have this weird life. I'm gone at night. I'm gone on weekends. You got to understand that that's that. But to be in the middle of a regular relationship and then someone starts doing that, I that's a real test right there. You know what well, I mean? Like, but that's the thing. Like this this woman, she you know it's like the opposite in this this woman's scenario. Like <clears throat> she's the one going to do comedy and then going yeah. Let's figure this out. It's going to be different. It's going to be hard, but we have a good relationship. And he's going, ooh, there's an exit. I can get out of here. Some people create their own exits. Some people go into this new career to get rid of a girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I never thought about that. I'm a, why, why, why do you comedy? I don't like it. I hate it. I'm not funny, but I just had to break up with somebody, and this right. was the easiest way. It was doing the, open mics, right? I want to, I want to do this other thing that's a little weird, and now I have an excuse to get out of it. But, but honestly, I think it's totally reasonable to break up with a comedian because it is such a weird lifestyle. This mm. guy, 
breaking up her because she's going to grad school because she's not making as much money. <laughs> scumbag, uh, in my opinion, scumbag. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Louis Katz. Go, 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 go follow the special. It is out right now. It's called Present Tense, youtube.com slash Louis Katz Comedy. I don't even know her name. Laser hair removal. J Train, feather, feather to you and your illustrious guest. An extra feather for the special and come back to Dallas. I would love to. Here's my quandary. I've been on a laser hair removal journey now for eight months. Every six weeks, I see my laser girl, and we've exchanged some pretty personal details while she zaps my underarms and vajayjay. She honestly gives me more confidence than I've experienced in years. She's great at what she does and makes me feel pretty comfy in a pretty personal situation. I even look forward to my appointment. But here's the issue. I don't know this girl's name. She probably told me at some point, but I forgot. And there's never been a really good time to ask her when she's asking me to spread my butt cheeks. Spread my butt cheeks. <laughs> this all came to a head last week when I went to my appointment and they were running a promotion. Write a Google review and mention my name for a chance to win a large area for free worth $1,500. There are like three reviews, so the odds are good here. But for the life of me, I can't remember her name. Tried looking online, nada. Thought about asking the front desk person, but she'll probably tell her, LOL. I thought about tipping through Venmo to see her name, but I had, uh, I'd have to keep doing that for the next 10 months. Nope. Beyond the promo, I honestly just feel like I need to know the name of someone who's all up in my junk on a regular basis. What would you do, Wizard of Hots? Sincerely, Brazilian Blunder Betch. What do you think, Louis <laughs> This is great. This is like a modern Seinfeld episode. I think it's right. really funny. I think, you know what I would do? I say you get someone to call in like they're your personal assistant. I'm making the appointment yes. for her. Uh, she, she wants to see a regular person. I'm sorry. What was her name? Right. That's it. The call, the, yeah, not the face-to-face with the desk person. Call in, hi, I, I work at the office of, you know, your name. She has been regularly seeing, so what's her name? She described her, uh, has been regularly seeing her. Can mm-hmm. you go through to her backlog? I'm sure they have a computer, you know, like who you've dealt with in the past. She wants yeah. to go to the same person. But yeah. she never told me the name. Can you give me the name? Play dumb over the phone. You're the assistant. I love this solution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. That, that Game it. over. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail. It's funny how, you know, she's like, I'm getting this w- removal. It's an important part of my life. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, I wouldn't think of it that way. It is, you know, you're losing this hair forever. And this is like your surgeon. Like it's not, it's the same thing, you know. It's a as big a life thing as like, uh, you know, getting your eyebrows done or boob job. You know, you would know the name of the boob job person. It's a life decision. Yeah, well, I think you know the name of the cl- clinic. I, I think it's a little less. The surgeon is more important than the the technician. You know what I mean? Like, I know my dentist. Sure. I don't necessarily know the dental technician's name. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, the difference. I, I, help trying to get a romantic vibe with near strangers. Hello, Jared. Okay. The most luxurious and high quality of feathers to you. Awesome job with the special. Trying to let other 30-somethings know 
uh, about it, uh, how true to life it is. I'm also in my mid-30s and trying to navigate the New York dating scene and find someone who wants something long-term up to and including marriage and kids. I've been single for almost seven years with some short-term situationships sprinkled in that collapse when the potential of more appeared to be a possibility. While obtaining a first date is not much of a problem, especially off the apps, Hinge is my mainstay and occasional stints on Bumble and Coffee Meets Bagel. My reoccurring nemesis in all this, as for a lot of people, is the dreaded not feeling the romantic vibe text after a first date. I know I'm not for everyone, but one of my female friends said I should try to be more romantic, which to me is like telling a boxer to stop letting the other guy hit you. I'm trying, (laughs) but it just doesn't sit right to go full on with my romantic side on a first date just because, for the most part, they're just good conversations over chat and text. Because at the same time, I don't want to go too full on too early, sell her the dream, then realize I don't even like her. How can I mitigate expectations going on to a first date is basically how can I put out the message of yes I'm attracted and want to spend this time with you but I want to to like you before I can picture myself falling in love with you signed someone who doesn't want to microwave his relationship Louis Katz what do you think is it it's a man is that what is that right seems as though it's a man who's kind of just looking to figure out why he's getting the text I'm not getting a romantic vibe which is a totally normal text I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to start this off by saying you can't avoid heartbreak. You yeah. can't avoid getting. I don't have a romantic match with you. The hard part about online dating specifically is you're just getting more, and people are on there frivolously, sure. and every first date is the same, and then you find out what they're looking for. So you're going to get on first dates that end with someone going. I'm just happy I got out of the house and you were a device to do that for me. Uh, You're going to get people that go on a date with you that go, I just got out of a long-term relationship. I'm just happy I went on the date. You're going to get people that go, you're not my type. You're going to get people that go, I have another guy I'm seeing or another woman I'm seeing. So like you're in this grab bag that it's way wider than your friend being like, Hey, you should meet so-and-so they're looking for the same things as you. I, you have to admit to the blindness of this. I, I think all that is true. Those are all good points. I think I think he might be having some uh maybe his camera angles are a little too good. I mean, maybe mm. those you know what I mean? Maybe those <laughs> photos are a little you know, you try and put your best photo on there, maybe they're too good and right. this guy does not look like the photos. You know what I mean? That I think think that and this is gonna sound crazy, <laughs> but breath. You could have some funky breath. You know funky what I mean? There's, be, there's things that are happening. To me, it's a it's an issue of what's the difference between you online and then you in person now it could be what you're mm. saying it could be these people just not looking for or whatever but maybe there's a discrepancy there where people think it's going to be something and then something happens over the course of the day and it's like this isn't right are you shorter than than than, than you're saying are you do you you know like i said the the photos are that you have to put put one realistic photo on there you know what i mean these are all things on the list to look at let's look in the mirror mm-hmm. let me add this in dating app dates are very meeting-like. They are less sexy than we want them to be. So you might be just being a little bit too meeting-like, too business-like. Totally. And I I think dating apps set you up to be business-like. Here's what I would say to this guy. Everything Louis said, totally agree with. Let's check our pictures. Let's make sure we're 
giving people the right idea of who they're going to be presented with. Let's make sure we're not lying on the app. We're speaking to a man. A lot of men lie about their height. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure. Let's show it to your female friend that told you to be more romantic. Show her the app. Show her mm-hmm. your, your profile. Just be like, hey, give this a once over. Is this, is yes. this me? Mm-hmm. I would also get more specific with your prompts on Hinge. You have to your your prompts should be your prompts should be written to turn people away, not bring them in. So if your prompts are too vague, if your prompts are too like you know anyone could have written them, that's just looking for matches. You're fishing for matches instead of fishing for your match. That's Here's good. the last thing. Let's make these dates less meeting like. You were ready to go out the day of a match. I'd be ready to go out with anyone I have a good conversation with the day of. Hey, let's do this area tonight. Let's make things happen quicker. Let's have things happen more casually. Casual is more romantic. Casual, you have to take something that's very um, mathematical and make it art. The apps are mathematical. They are built for people who are looking to not get turned down they're taking away risk risk is romantic so you have to add risk into this so i think when he's if he's making a date let's make it that night hey i'm out tonight let's get drinks let's get your number i'm gonna be out with friends having dinner i'm gonna be in this area would want to get drinks after let's make things happen quicker and more casually i think all that's great and also just make sure you're flossing like floss floss your teeth get rid of those funky breath (laughs) <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Louis Katz at Louis Katz comedy. Go, 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 go follow the special. It is out on YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash Louis Katz comedy. Last one. You ready? Let's do it. Married friend drama need help. Dear Jared and guests, love you. Love the pod. I have a friend problem and I need your advice. I'm a single 41-year-old woman with a good job who owns her own home. Financial independence has made me feel indifferent about marriage and I also don't want kids. I basically date like a man with no timeline who is out having fun on the dating scene. My married friend is 41, unemployed, and in a sexless marriage. The problem is she'll go on and on explaining to me that I need to stop thinking about sex and date marry someone who's my best friend because sex stops after a certain point. I know her perspective is skewed and plenty of couples still have sex after marriage. I've grown resentful and annoyed with her comments. I interpret her comments as condescending. I hate getting your problem is you like sex and that's not realistic from this person. I'm not a sex maniac or anything I do. Uh, I'm not a sex maniac or anything, but I do prefer to be with someone I'm actually interested in physically and mentally. How do I shut this down in any kind of way when it comes up? Thanks for your sage wisdom. Louis Katz, you are the married friend to some people. What do you think? Yes, I am married. I hate, it's like a pet peeve of mine. And it happens a lot. Well, people just give you the advice. They either want to drag you into their problem or they're giving mm. you the advice that they, that they think for their life. This friend right. is not, is, is, it, it is agrees with her their about life. her own problem. You know what I mean? Right. It has nothing to do with her. It has all to do with herself. And she's pushing that onto her friend. And I think her friend is, if her friend is happy, then she doesn't have to do anything different. Like that's right. that. I don't, I don't understand. This friend clearly has a sad marriage. Sad married people want to drag you into being sad and married for some and, reason. Right. Like it's and more they will, fun. They want to, we're both fun and sad and married together. But don't do it. You know, have a good time. <laughs> You're totally right. They want to confirm that their life is normal. Yeah. They want to let people, you know, by saying this is how it is, is easier than hey, I got to talk with my husband or my wife and go to therapy and start talking about our problems so that we can have a happier life. It's yeah. way easier 
to get everyone sad and married than to fix your sad married life. Yeah. So yeah. that's their goal. And and I agree with you. This is annoying. I think it's her biggest problem, and she doesn't really say it in her email, is like she's probably going to her friend and telling them stories about her dating life and because they're more fun stories than hearing about this sad, unemployed, married woman. So she's the entertainment. Can you imagine? Because... She's getting together with her friend. Her friend doesn't want to talk about her life because she's not happy. So now uh-huh. you're put in the position to talk about your life. And the audience is basically going, no, 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 you're wrong. No, 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 that's not how you should do it. Ooh, like it's like someone, it's like when we go on stage and tell a joke and mm. someone in the crowd goes, ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, aw, yeah. aw. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, 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 person. this person's awing them. <laughs> And, you know, there's a point where you go, well, this is what we're talking about because you don't want to share your life. It's not like this because this person's refusing to be vulnerable when they're saying you should have less sex and it's always going to go away and you're not doing it right. They're not really telling their own story the right way. So it could also be that hearing. I mean, it's also like. Think about hearing these stories all the time. You're in this sad, sexless marriage, mm-hmm. and you got your friend just getting going out there and getting dick right and left. That's got to make you feel <laughs> right. sad, you know. It's right. like going to compound your sadness, and you got to, you know, you got to tell them like, you you got to. She's 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 telling her the advice that she's telling herself. You know what I mean? It's just, does she say, and I'm I'm having all the sex with all these guys and living this way, and I'm not happy, or is she happy? Then that's that, you know. Right. I mean, Maybe the, the problem is, well, she's probably saying like, oh, can you believe this happened? And the person's like, this is what happens when you're only going for sex. And you're like, well, n- no, that doesn't, you know, like that's annoying is because yeah. they have this one trump card and it's like they live in a, like they and also this friend is stuck 41 unemployed in this sexless marriage. Like, you know, they probably, you know, financially, you know, they, they probably feel a little stuck. So they're like their only thing is to say this is OK. You know, yeah, so yeah, this it is, sounds I mean, brutal. I, I if I were if I was this person, I would ask this person. I would start let the other person be the entertainment. I'd stop being the entertainment. I'd go, you, you, know, what's going on in your house? How's how's the home? What do you mean? How's what's your the entertainment? I watched this show and I had no sex <laughs> and I still have no job. What do you? What, what's how is that entertaining? Right, like, I mean, and then like, <laughs> and then you could go, well, what's going on? Like I I think this person is refusing to be on stage when they hang out. So now this person has to like tell their fun stories about going on dates and, you know, sucking on some random dude's ball. And the other person goes, ooh, oh, I don't know. And it's like, what? I would, I, it always, you ever notice like when you're on stage and someone does, aw, and you I go, hate the aw. I hate it. Because we're, we're up there. The fact that we're on a stage at a fucking comedy club with a microphone in our hands means we've taken whatever negative thing and we've made it funny. And you just, right unfunnied it you just made it you took it back you took that power away from us and you made yeah. it unfunny again you made it that's sad what this again per- i think that's yes. what this person's doing yes. i think this person's being like yeah i went and fucked some dude last night oh and it's like <laughs> no aw. Uh, no, no aw. Aw. <laughs> yeah. this is a happy story yes. yes sure i didn't come that's the part <laughs> i want to tell you about because that's a fun story to tell yes but it's not a bad key, story yes. I think there's also I think you're, you you've keyed into that which I didn't hear first. There's going to be like ups and downs in her stories, 
And just because she's complaining about some guy she hooked up with doesn't mean she's saying she doesn't want that lifestyle, you know? Right. And I, I think she needs to like, you know, if you're going to tell, the, if you're going to keep this friendship, which I wouldn't even want to keep it, but I'm saying if you're yeah. going to keep this friendship, you can go, hey, you know, this is a happy story. Like I'm fine in my life, right? Like I would yeah. stop this person yes. to be like, I'm, I'm okay with where I am. You know that, right? And then like, see how they respond to that. Well, and then they would go, well, you just talked about not coming. It's like, yeah, these are the, that's the price you pay for finding a new dude every week. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you totally. know? <laughs> yes. It's like, you have to pivot it to I'm happy getting on yeah. his dick. And, 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 and then if you want it, it depends how good a friend of our, they are. If they're a really good friend, eventually you got to pivot to maybe you need to change your right. life. You know what I mean? Which is a hard pivot. You know what I mean? But it sounds like otherwise it's not going to work out, you know, like, right. I, I, I think the pivot, your pivot's correct. I think there's the first pivot is, you know, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy. right? Yeah. And, and then they go and you get, I'm talking, you do know I'm happy. And then they go, oh, well, you were just complaining about this. So I figured maybe you wanted advice. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just telling you these stories because I like talking to you can, mm-hmm. uh, and if you have a problem with the way I'm living, like you, I would love to talk about that, but like, or I can stop telling you these stories if they make you feel bad. I would say that too. Yeah. Well, I think it's, here's what I think. It's even simpler. Hey, guess what? I'm happy. One, mm. two. Are you happy? Right. There let it them, is. And then let them, you know, say what they got to say, you know, and that's that. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Louis Katz, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was fun. So much fun. Everyone go follow Louis at Louis Katz comedy on Instagram at Louis Katz comedy on YouTube. We're going to have the link in the bio. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.